0: Welcome to the Your First Rental Podcast. Let's talk real estate. This is episode four of the Your First Rental Podcast, where an average Joe and a pro teach you how to get into the wonderful world of real estate, live your dreams, and get your first rental.
1: Here today with Nate Parks. What's up, Nate? Hey, how are you doing? Uh, This is Nate Parks with Keller Williams. We're here with Dr. Syed Kareem and uh, looking to give as much information advice and feedback and, and talk about all the good things that go into rental properties.
0: So Syed is, um, is a person that actually got his first rental this year, so uh, let's just get into it. Before we do that, I wanna remind everybody, Nate Parks is available for real estate coaching, property management, and if you're looking to buy or sell a house in the Kansas City metro area, just hit him up, you can reach him at nateparks.kw.com. Okay, so we have our guest, Syed Kareem, Welcome to the show.
2: Well, thank you very much, Nate and John. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, so let's just get into it. What made you even want to think about getting into real estate? Because you have a good job. You are doing fine in life. What made you even want to take this on? So uh, my uh,
2: grandpa, I remember as a child, he used to always say that land will always give you back. It's, it's tough to basically lose money on real estate unless you, know, you make very bad decisions. So I always, you know, had that in the back of the mind, you know, as an investment investment uh, opportunity to always uh, keep an eye out on. So one day I was playing golf, you know, with John and he, you know, was actually actively buying properties on the cell phone, you know, t- texting Nate back and <laughs> <Okay>. forth. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we started talking about it and, you know, got in touch with Nate. Always, you know, there's always some hesitation, obviously, before you take a step like this for the first time. So looked at a couple of properties and, uh, you know, just realized that it's uh, actually very doable uh, in this kind of, you know, market where we live, you know, this is basically a relatively easier real estate market to get into as a, you know, initial investor. So decided to just, uh, you know, take that first step.
0: All right. And before we even ask a question of you, I think I want to bring up that point. I think real estate is really about relationships absolutely so you and i have a relationship nate and i have a relationship now you and nate have a relationship that's true if we hadn't weren't playing golf that day and you didn't have a curious mind it never would have happened that's true you know so i think for people out there just meet people talk with people have a curious mind and next thing you know you got a property so okay so tell me we you and i were playing golf and <laughs> i was just talking about it and then you said well that." That kind of sounds interesting, and then I just got you and Nate together. Tell me how you guys tell me how that went after that because I didn't even know until I heard. Oh, hey, we're <laughs> buying a property, which I thought was great.
1: No, you can go ahead.
2: Yeah, so you know, I hit up Nate and we went for coffee. My wife and I had met with him, and uh, you know, we just kind of went over all the uh, the whole team. You know how they do things and other people are doing. You know, and then looked at the potential properties. Discussed my goals, um, investment goals in real estate. And uh, from there, basically set up a couple appointments, looked at a few properties, you know, uh, got an idea of uh, whether it makes sense or not, and it uh, went from there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we try not to make it rocket science, and it's, it is all about relationships. I have, you know, experience. In, in this field, and you know, we just built some rapport, you know, between one another. Looked at a couple properties. I think we even missed out on a property because you know, sometimes you have to lose that first one to kind of really understand what the market's doing. But no, it's a beautiful market in Kansas City. You do you're able to get in. You know, if you have a good team around you, you can get in with low cost and and not have to take too many extreme measures in order to uh, to get your first property.
0: Yeah, Kansas City's it's not Denver. It's not Austin, but I'm, I like Kansas. I'm bullish on Kansas in the next <laughs> 30 years. I think it may be the Denver, you know, 10 years from now. So from the time that you guys first met, how long was it before you were closing on a house? Cause I feel like that happened really fast.
1: <laughs> what was it like maybe two weeks, within two weeks? Yeah. I mean, we probably were in, uh, we met, you know, and then we, you know, right away, you know, started looking at a couple different properties. And I think within two or three weeks we're under contract. And probably definitely within, you know, 60 days, you know, I'm handing him keys over and, you know, probably in it, it was a very simple process. And it is, it's a, it's a process is that, you know, we're able to find a renter right away. We had, you know, multiple people coming in, looking at it and uh, got the tenant in, you know, within, you know, two weeks after I'm handing the keys over to him to that property. What was that day
0: like? That was, that was good? You
1: like that day?
2: That was, uh, that was you know, yes, it was, it was uh, exhilarating, you know, just to, yeah. uh, you know, imagine the possibility where this could go, you know? Yeah, it's so like it a, was...
0: it's like a drug. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's adrenaline, it's, it's, it's right there. Okay, so we ha- every, ta- every podcast, we have a, a section called anatomy of a deal. So I wanna hear about this deal. What was the purchase price of the house? Is it a house?
2: Yes, it's okay. a small uh, single family single house. Single family house,
0: okay. Do you guys even remember? Do you have that number?
2: I don't remember. Top of the head, base. I can be uh, yeah, approximately uh, 120,000.
0: Yeah, I okay. was going to say 120,000. And
2: you just put down the 20%? 20% down. Unfortunately, I unfortunately had some hiccups with my borrower, and my lender. I mean, uh, so, you know, probably not going to use them again. But, uh, you know, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but that was the only kind of hiccup, you know, that I had nothing to do with, uh, you know, um, uh, anything else. But
0: Okay, so uh, uh, borrowing the hiccup, you were finally able to get the deal done. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, you put twenty percent down of one hundred and twenty. What would that be? Twenty-five thousand.
2: Yeah, within thirty thousand. About thirty thousand, mm-hmm. but after
0: closing costs.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and then when did the the tenant move in?
2: Tenant moved in. You know, so the day we closed, you know, Nate had a couple of people. Actually, seven or eight people that weekend, I think, lined up. And oh, really? <laughs>
0: four.
2: Yeah. and okay. then uh, so three. So you
0: never made a a bank payment without the tenant making it.
2: I never made Great. a bank payment or any okay. any utility bank bills bank? or nothing. You know, so okay, I transferred my utility to my name for like three days, and okay. then
1: yeah, that's it. So okay. <laughs> we had an open house, you know, where I, I set up where I had multiple clients that were looking at trying to get into some type of rental. So they all came in, and I, I do you know the one on one there because I'm really wanting to kind of meet that tenant to make sure that they're going to be making the payments and making this as smooth as they can you know for the owner of the home and then also me as the property manager so uh, we went, went really smooth no it's it's just been a great great situation
0: so you guys get the keys and then did you have a cleaner come in or you just uh,
1: so we had someone that came in and kind of fixed some things there were some actually to be quite honest we didn't have anybody even before we got the tenant in once the tenant came in i usually you know give them a, a checklist of kind of walking through because that's usually a lot easier than trying to do you know spending some money before you get the tenant in there you could you know spend a couple hundred dollars on things and then turn around that's not even what they're worried about so we once we got them in we had we gave them a checklist they kind of went through some things they they cleaned up some things in the uh in the house and you know we're off and running and you didn't do any of that, Kareem, did you? No, not at okay. all. Uh, reason number 96 to have a property manager right. is they can do
0: this checklist kind of stuff. We wouldn't know where to. Exactly. Begin, but I right. think that sounds important that the tenants understand they have a checklist. We have this, we have had a previous podcast where we just talk about all the reasons to have a property manager. And you have a property manager, correct?
2: Uh, Nate is the problem okay, right you're,
0: you're a You're a busy doctor. You don't have time to be doing checklists with tenants and taking the quote-unquote, 3 a.m. toilet call. Exactly. We, have exactly. you had a 3 a.m. toilet call yet? Nope. I, I have not <laughs> met anybody that's had a 3 a.m. toilet call, but... Dave's been getting a lot of but, calls, though. <laughs> and see, that's his job. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Okay, so can I ask, what what is the rent that you're getting?
2: The rent that I'm getting is
1: $1,300.
0: Oh, so you're getting 1%. You're,
1: yes. you're getting,
0: getting the 1% rule.
1: It's actually 1350 so... <laughs> oh, it just, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I make it so easy, you know, it's just that he, he gets a check and I talk to him every once in a while and uh, it, it, it's going again, it's going really smooth.
0: Okay, great. All right. So you guys are getting thirteen fifty on a property you bought for one thirty. And just want to tell the listeners out there, you're getting thirteen fifty in twenty twenty one. Rents are probably going to go up. Rents are always going up. You know, and especially now with inflation, rents will go up. So you might be getting 1400 in two or three years. That's true. But your bank payment, did you get a 30-year mortgage?
2: Uh, I got a 15-year, actually. A 15 so, year,
0: yeah. For 15 years, your bank payment is going to stay the same. That's right. Okay. All right. Okay, so we, we just had some questions for you. So the question of how is it going? Well, I, I guess you can just elaborate on that.
2: Yeah. So, you know, like Nate mentioned, it's, it's going very smooth. You know, once a month, you know, we get in touch. Uh, you know, I pay his management fees and, you know, I, I get the rent deposited in my account. And, uh, you know, no major hiccups, problems so far. Yeah. Knock on wood. Knock on wood, yeah.
0: <laughs> it sounds like things are going swimmingly. So, do you have any regrets about it? I, I get my guess is no.
2: Yeah. You know, the only regret, I guess, is not that starting sooner. You know, not, you know, when the market was like so low and, you know, uh, it's been basically like crazy, you know, uptrend in the market, you know.
0: That's my regret too. I wish I had done it sooner and I wish I had done more. So we're just trying to catch up. So you're uh, saving up, probably have in mind, you want to do the next property.
2: That's right. One year from now and the next year.
0: So your goal is to do maybe one a year?
2: One a year as, as long as I can, you know.
0: That sounds like a beautiful, beautiful plan. Any big mishaps so far?
2: Well, it was just my own fault. You know, Nate advised me to get a uh, home warranty <laughs> company involved, <laughs> which, you know, in the middle of uh, everything else that was going on, I basically overlooked that part. And, um, you know, next thing you know, one month after the tenant moved in, the the fr- refrigerator broke down. So we basically had to just buy another refrigerator. And next thing I did was get a home warranty.
0: <laughs> you know, I've made that same <laughs> mistake too. Wait, so Nate, tell us, what is a home warranty? and what would that have protected,
1: Syed? Absolutely, absolutely. So a home warranty. Uh, a lot of times, and especially the on the real estate side of of buying uh, right now, it used to be very common for the seller, you know, to pick up that home warranty. So you might be able to pick it up for five hundred dollars for the year. But what people don't understand is that five hundred dollars goes so far with anything that might be happening with the home. So take this, uh, for instance, is that. And one of the catches are is that if you purchase the home warranty before you you take ownership of the property, everything is covered day one. If you do it the next day after you take the keys, there's a 30-day waiting period before you can actually execute that home warranty. So in this scenario, what happened is that, you know, we could have either had a very frustrated tenant, you know, without a refrigerator for 30 days and waited to, you know, for that to take effect, or if we, again, if we had it day one, they would have covered that. Now, it covers, you know, HVACs, hot water heaters, you know, washer and dryers. Um, I've had many, many clients where, you know, gotten a new furnace, gotten a new refrigerator, washer or dryer, and all it costs is $500 a year. So, it, it makes my job a lot easier because I don't like making that call, you know, to my uh, you know perspective owner and saying hey sorry the AC went out we're gonna have to spend some money on there with the home warranty paying $500 for the year it seems to me it's a no-brainer
0: so is that something that you get every year
1: you just renew it yeah I would suggest getting it every year I I, Hmm. I mean with with who I know in the business and contractors I get you know that service fairly inexpensive I even have it on my home because you know, every year, you know, the, the common person needs to understand, even with home ownership, you're going to probably spend three to four thousand dollars in maintenance on your home each year. Why not take some of that away with a home warranty and just, you know, pay that five hundred dollars for the insurance each year and it can cover a multiple uh, of different things. OK,
0: so now I want to do a full episode on a home warranty. <laughs> <laughs> well, OK, so you one mishap, you had to buy a fridge. Yes. Okay.
1: How much does that cost? It was like three hundred and fifty dollars. So I mean, it wasn't a. I, it was a new fridge. A, uh, <laughs> no, that's a whole nother episode that we could do. Is that <laughs> yes. there's a lot of appliance stores that I Facebook have. Facebook Marketplace. Yes. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. There's there's some uh, you know there's some places where they might have some dents in a new you know refrigerator or they might have uh, fixed one that was out of warranty. There's a lot of different ways that you can get a really nice you know appliance. In a, in a home and I have some good relationships with a lot of people around the area where we're able to do that and get inexpensive appliances into our rentals.
0: Yeah, we furnished one of mine and you did it all when I was out of town for really cheap. Reason number 106 to have a property manager. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how much time do you put into it per month? Cause you're a busy guy, you got kids, you got a wife, you got a job, a very busy job. How much time do you spend?
2: Not more than 15, 30 minutes a month probably you know just making sure the rent is coming in just you know con- you know, communicating with Nate that's all I mean so far has not been tedious at all
0: no stress you're building principal. that's you're right building equity you have cash flow I know that because right. you're getting good rent and you spend 15 minutes a month that's right why do more people not do this that's
1: the question we ask ourselves isn't it when right we get together yeah Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it it is a a big jump with that that first purchase that you make. And that was something uh, that Dr. Kareem and I kind of talked about up front is just the mindset of it all. You know, one of the things that he did that I thought was really, really cool is that with that 15 year, we're basically paying his, you know, mortgage off in a 15 year period of time. And it's, you know, it's an aggressive, it's not a 30, it's a 15, but he's still able to make the payments without any out of pocket there. That's another episode too.
0: <laughs> 15 versus 20 versus 30. Okay. So you are you're looking for another one. You want to do one a year. I think we know the answer to this one. Would you ever do it without a property manager? Meaning, you know, you could you can try to do the calls and all that stuff. Would you ever think about it?
2: You know, I would probably think about it if I didn't ha- hadn't met Nate because, I, you know, I know yeah. him now. You know, I know people who he's worked with, you know. So, I guess that would be the only hindrance, you know, basically hiring him another company who charge a lot more fees and so forth, you know. So, working with Nate has been great, you know. So, I would probably never do it without him.
0: Yeah. And, right. and we didn't pay him to say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if you're putting 15 minutes into it a month, whatever you're paying in fees is
2: totally worth it. Worth Absolutely. It. Yeah.
0: And then also the headache and... Mm-hmm. And because I'm sure you were not there to watch the fridge being installed. That's right. But Nate or someone, one one person on his team was there mm-hmm. to get it installed. That's right. Because your time as a you know, high income individual is worth probably more than you would make sitting there watching a fridge be, you know, installed. Right. Just mechanics of the whole thing. So did you start an LLC or do you have it in your name or what do you...
2: I did start an LLC. When I did the research, it it seems to me like it's more complicated putting the home into an LLC, you know, name of an LLC, you know, so I just left the home in my name so far. I guess the downside of that is, you know, it's basically an exposure, you know, in case of a lawsuit and so forth, it's considered my property, not an LLC. So it's not protected in that sense, you know, but I mean, you know, it's the first rental. Still, you know, I mean, I have to do more research and maybe talk to you guys about, you know, dealing the property into the LLC name.
0: Yeah, we're going to have an episode soon talking to an attorney about what they would do. So do you have any recommendations, Nate?
1: Yeah, I mean, that was one of the things. I'm actually in the process of, uh, I think definitely every home that you have as far as a rental property should be in an LLC. There's some theories out there that you could set up individual LLCs with uh, those, you know, individual rental properties to kind of separate them from all, uh, you know, the legalities uh, that can happen behind that. It just makes sense a lot of people put you know you can you can have a living trust and put your ll you know have your llc you know within that tr- there's a lot of different things that you can do within that to protect yourself in a legality uh standpoint but also as far as taxes as well
0: yeah i uh my attorney told me to put into the llc and try to you know with a million dollars of uh properties and then start another one so that's mm-hmm. kind of general rule i go by I think if you can put the after you buy the home, you can put the house in an LLC, mm-hmm. so the LLC owns mm-hmm. it, but you still have the bank note. Those are two separate things. Correct.
2: So, I guess my question to you guys then is: uh, you know, is the does the bank uh, you know argue against it? The
0: bank. Uh, this is what my bank has told me is, you're not supposed to do that, but we don't go around checking county records to see if do you what what's in the name. So it's kind of. Wink, wink, I guess. Uh, but they're two separate things, the ownership and the, and the note on the bank. Yeah, the it's
1: bank. definitely something to sit down with an attorney um, and your tax advisor to kind of go through the, that process. But many times is that the banks are going to want an individual that they can come back to if there's any issues there. But with the LLC, you're still a managing partner of that LLC. So in a lot of instances, I, I, it, it's a gray area, that's for sure, because I've heard both ways that you shouldn't do it. And, I, and I've heard others that say there's no problem with doing it.
0: Yeah. And this is a good time for a disclaimer. None of this is legal advice. So <laughs> please consult your tax and your legal professional. Do not take legal advice from this podcast. Okay. And then so let's say, uh, Syed, you're sitting in a golf cart with Jim and you're playing golf. And you're talking about your real estate. And he says, Huh, I'm kind of interested in that. Tell me more. What do you tell him? I tell him my grade is gone,
2: you know, that I have uh, basically um, had no regrets, uh, except, like I mentioned earlier, you know, doing it sooner. So if, um, you know, Jim has uh, enough capital for down payment for, you know, start, I guess, start small, you uh, know, smaller property, which is going to, you know, rent out easy, you know, hardly got anything to lose.
0: Yeah, and I think you said it earlier. Uh, you don't know many people that have lost money on real estate. I don't know any money that's lost money on real estate that's held it for a long time. So your your goal is to have these as long term
1: investments. That's true. That's yeah, right and here. it's it's getting somebody on your team that knows the market. You know that you know there's there's different pockets of Kansas City that are highly highly saturated in renters. So I mean they're going to want to be there. So if if you're just doing it, you know where you're throwing. If you're throwing a dart at a board and saying, hey, I'm just gonna pick this property, it's definitely having somebody on your team to make sure that they know the areas of town, know what type of rent's getting in there. And then also, you know, scrubbing down the tenants to make sure that they're, they're, they're protecting your asset as well.
0: And so you guys do background checks?
1: Yes. So the
0: property manager can do background checks. I think that we've, we've said that reason yeah, before. We've talked about that you, before. Y- I, do you know how to do a background check, doctor? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> you know, uh, is there a company that you call? What is, yeah. What goes so, about? yeah,
1: usually uh, there's a couple different companies that are out there, but I usually try to do an all-in-one where it's very inexpensive. It's, it's not like they're, you know, they're checking blood type or anything like that at all, but they're definitely <laughs> looking at the criminal record. They're looking at their credit worthiness to make sure that uh, we're getting a sound person in there.
0: So does your company already have that service? Because yes. you've never charged me for yeah
1: yeah, but it's already um, it's an all in one service that we do s- scrubbing right off the right off the bat. That's a fee so, that I take on within the management fees.
0: Yeah, see all these little fees you would end up paying when you could just pay a property manager to do it. So yeah, well I think I you know we talked about side situation. One of the things we pride ourselves on this podcast is we're very honest. We want to hear the horror stories, and you're biggest horror story is a broken fridge or a fridge that went out?
1: Well, there's one horror story that I was thinking. So it's not necessarily a horror story. It actually worked out for the best. So again, I am not trying to promote myself too much, but it's always having somebody in there that's actually kind of looking at the property. So we kind of talked about something similar, but so this is a house that was totally redone. And everything was done on it, you know, siding, roof, all these other types of things. And I think we're probably, what about a, a week out from closing, maybe mm-hmm. two weeks out from closing. And during that time, there was actually a pretty bad windstorm that came through. So we're about to do walkthrough and all this other kind of stuff. And we, you know, get a call from the agent and it's like, um, we just had this huge tree fall through and, and take, took out about a quarter of the house. So obviously, we're always freaking out uh, on those types of things. And then once everything kind of settles, we find out that, I mean, it did some significant damage, but we lucked out. We actually ended up getting a new roof out of the, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, thankfully, it was right before closing. So I think they had, uh, you know, still had a home insurance in
2: their name. So.
0: Oh, so the insurance picked up the, yeah, see, it's, it's that kind of stuff where if you were doing it alone, it would probably scare you away.
2: It'd probably be sleepless nights. You probably would have thought, I cannot do this. That's right. You know,
0: (laughs) this this is too hard. I'm just, you know, I I, I work in my field. I don't know how to do this. But because you have someone there that's kind of, I call it a coach. That's right. That kind of tells you, oh, this isn't so bad. We got to do this A, B, and C. You have that home now.
1: That's right. And it's working great, Apparently. And a brand new roof. And, you know, it was pretty, I mean, it, it, it pushed back closing a little bit. But as Dr. Kareem alluded to, is that with the lender, there were some issues of, you know, trying to close on time anyway. So it actually kind of worked out to our favor in order to, you know, extend closing. I didn't have to go back to the to the seller and, you know, tell them a sob story about, you know, we're going to have to close a week later. We just all worked out. Uh, so it was, it was a great scenario one of the things we pride ourselves
0: on on the Your First Realm podcast. Very honest, tell people all the good sides and the bad sides, and it's just learning how to deal with all that stuff because, you know, just like Syed said, he just regrets not doing it sooner. So, well, Syed, I want to thank you for being on this episode. It's been very enlightening. We've gotten ideas for probably three or four more episodes yeah, now, absolutely. which, which sure. always happens. So, this is uh, JP for Nate, Dr. Syed. I just want to say, get out there, find your deals, go out and live your dream and get your first rental.